0: that your mind is extremely powerful. I, I think this is likely to be humanity's next frontier, this realization that our minds are hugely powerful and are literally creating our lives as they happen. This amazing, legendary power of our minds is behind so many things, like we talk about the power of prayer, the New Age idea of the power of the secret, and Quite literally, whatever you affirm with certainty in your life is likely to come true in some way. And that's why our praying and affirmations is so immensely powerful. I'll give you an example. In 2009, and I've said this before, I gave the rest of my life to God. I now know, of course, it was my guide, Thomas, who prompted me to do that. He thought it was his turn. And I had spent most of my life doing afterlife research. It was just time for me to start spreading the word. So I made the gift of my life to God by saying a pair of affirmations that I have now said every day for the past 12 years. I said, thank you for giving me work to do. Thank you for showing me how to do it. Two simple affirmations. And, of course, I always empower my, my affirmations with gratitude. Michelle does it a different way, but I can't sing, so let, we'll, we'll let her tell about that. In my case, those two affirmations have worked amazingly well. Within three months, I was writing The Fun of Dying, and the rest is my history. I've been guided in doing this glorious work ever since on God's terms, not on my own. So our minds have a lot of power. We have abundant evidence now that our minds are capable of what seems to be almost infinite power, and using affirmations is the most efficient way to awaken your use of the power of your own mind. Of course, we also know that the reason we're now on earth is so we can learn to raise our personal consciousness vibrations away from fear and toward ever more perfect love, and We have learned and we've talked on this program about the fact that the quickest way for Westerners to do that is by taking the teachings of Jesus seriously, which no Christian, of course, ever does. Then we can go, if we take those teachings seriously, we can go a good part of the way in only months. But there are other teachings based in other religious traditions that also Seem to work quite well, and I want you to know what's available to you. So, our guest today is a twofer. Michelle Blood is the author of a neat little handbook called "The The Magic of Affirmation Power," and she's been an expert both in the use of affirmations and in the use of a set of Hindu teachings to elevate human consciousness. Michelle Blood uses her Musivation products and seminars to help people worldwide. Her mystical success events have been held in more than 16 countries, and she's had some big audiences for them all over the world. After many years of meditation, she managed to awaken her kundalini, and we're going to talk about what that means, and she transformed her consciousness. Michelle, welcome. I'm so glad you're with us today. Thank you, Roberta. Lovely to be here with you. I love hearing your story as well. <laughs> I, I think what's what's wonderful is our stories are different, but in, in essence, they're all the same. Awakening is awakening, however you do it, and there are so many ways to do that. But I'm excited to share, really share your story. People people who listen here like to know who our guests are, and this is this is your is your first time with us. I'd like you to tell something of how you got started in this, because basically affirmations saved you. Can you tell us that story just briefly? Uh, I'll, I'll attempt to do it briefly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
1: a very, very unique story. I was a rock singer in Australia, but I've been a professional singer on, on TV since I was a little girl, five years of age, singing on oh, this wow. children's <laughs> program. And then I had a... I went through so many different rock bands until I found this amazing one and we, we'd, we'd been touring for about seven years and we worked with the Pretenders. I mean, you name it, I can name drop all the different bands that we toured with. Wow. And um, we had thousands of people coming to our events. We got our record contract, we did our videos. So my life was, as far as I was concerned, even though it's a tough life, being on the road as the lead singer, the, one of the main songwriters, the manager of the band, having to get the road crew and the guys on time and all those miles and miles in between. Australia is such a huge country. It's as big as the U.S., but back then only 16 million people. So the cities are far between. Anyway, so I wasn't looking at anything else in my life. I was just absolutely so focused and so disciplined and loved what I did, even though it was really, really hard traveling and all the work we had to do. Getting there on stage every night, it was worth it, you know, because yes. I was born to do. And so um, on our way home from a very, very long drive, the truck driver fell asleep and I was actually the passenger at that time. And I was trying to stay awake but it was a really, really cold night. We'd have already been driving for about 12 hours and the, the heater was on and I guess he just fell asleep. So we went into a telephone pole Oh, my Lord. uh, The equipment sort of crushed my body, really. I won't say too much in case I don't want anyone to lose their lunch, dinner or breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: How old were you when this happened? um, I was 26. Oh, and you were so young. Oh, It's in her book, and I I think when you read it, you'll feel the way I feel, which is, oh, my dear, I'm so sorry that happened to you, but it was the start of some wonderful things. Tell the tell us that story. Well, then what happened was I was in the hospital, and um, yeah,
1: it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because <laughs> all the sorry,
0: I, I'm just I'm just it's amazing. So often that is true that the worst thing is the best thing. That's why I want you to tell this. It really is an uplifting story. Yeah, it's it's unique. At least that's for sure. Yeah. So. Wow.
1: So um, I had um, the first operation was 17 and a half hours. I didn't think I'd get through that one, but I did. Oh, but, the, but, but the pain and everything was just so incredible. And emotional pain is nothing. People say, oh, emotional pain can be just as bad as physical pain. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, oh, physical agony trumps emotional pain any day. Um, but anyway, I just couldn't believe what I was going to do with my life if I couldn't walk properly again you know and so let alone get through the next three operations because of all the broken bone that was in the bladder all the operations they had to do and um so everyone fans and friends were sending me all of these tapes because I couldn't read because I couldn't move I was flat on a flat board back you know because of the broken spine and stuff anyway and and so I didn't want to hear any of it because when you're in a lot of pain, the last thing you want to hear is someone being all chirpy and positive. And I'd never <laughs> heard about any of these people. I'd never heard of them, you know. Right. And so one of them, though, actually touched my heart and it was Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, and it wasn't any of the book except for one chapter where he was talking about his little son, uh because you know, Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich is a very old classic, but I'd never heard of it. Because it's a, a positive thinking book uh about male successful millionaires back in the 20s and 30s in America. And so I didn't care about any of their stories. But uh when um he talked about his little son who was born deaf, and yes. he went into his little baby's son's infant son's room every night and whispered these beautiful affirmations, which he called auto-suggestion. You are well, you can hear perfectly, you're so healthy, everybody loves you, you love people, you're strong. You can, you know, just do this every night for at least two hours to his little infant. His little boy ended up going to hearing, a normal hearing school with 30% hearing, went on to become a very successful, very, very rich entrepreneur in the hearing aid industry. And so I thought I'm going to try these affirmations. I've never heard of this before. And so because I'd always used my willpower and I'd always made things happen, I didn't know what manifesting was or any of those terminologies. I just knew I could always do whatever I wanted to do. I had that strong mind and discipline. Anyway, and so I thought, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. They say, you know, he said, you've got to emotionalize the affirmation otherwise. And this is back in the 30s, when we didn't have neuroscientists understanding the brain, short term memory, long term memory. So he was just going on his study of very successful people and how they'd used their mindset. And so it really blew me away that you just have to do an affirmation. You just have to do something about what you want as if you've already got it and emotionalize it. So I said, I am healed. But I wasn't. So I thought, that's perfect. That's the perfect lie. That's what I want to have. <laughs> and I'm definitely not healed. And the doctor said I'll never walk again properly. So I'll just say, I'm healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. None of that was true either. I felt miserable, didn't love myself oh. at all. And so, and you know, he said, sort of add something spiritual. So I put, as the healing light of the universe surrounds me and runs through me, I know that I am healed. So I did this for a week, every day, either just thinking it or saying it out loud. I couldn't write it down, even though writing down affirmations is a very powerful way of doing it, because my doubting mind, Roberta, would not believe it. So the affirmation was being thrown out before it would go into the treasury of my subconscious mind and become that new thought so that the divine can then work through and bring that healing because the mind, we don't do it. Once we've changed our psychology, our thinking, the divine through us uses us to do whatever it is that we have belief in that's going to happen. So, about a week later, after giving up completely on these affirmations, I thought, oh, they're rubbish, doesn't work. You've got to, how am I going to emotionalize it? Oh my God, I had an epiphany. I'm a singer songwriter. You, yes. you can't get a song or a jingle out of your head. Because to say an affirmation over and over again, if the doubting mind has an opportunity to go in, well, then what happens is it's never going to come to fruition, the affirmation. You have to really, really, really do it every day and have a lot of discipline. And most people don't. If they're not feeling good, they just give up. But I sang it. I am healed, I know I am I love myself. I am my friend.
0: My voice is <laughs> not warmed up today, so forgive that. But, <laughs> yeah, I just... but you actually could sing. I won't sing. I will bless everybody by not singing. <laughs> but
1: the thing is, that affirmation song, I sang it onto my little recorder that I always had with me in case I had a songwriting idea. I could sing it immediately so I wouldn't lose it. You know, short-term memory, long-term memory, same thing. And – I went on to have such miraculous healing. I went into the studio and recorded with a few of my musician friends, um, tons of affirmations for me and my band to use never thinking they would ever, because I mean, it's not a structured song. I mean, it sort of is, but it's mainly just repeating this, you know, a chorus, then another chorus, chorus, then another chorus of different affirmations. And, um, so, but beautifully recorded with you know great musicians, and I did all the writing of the affirmations, and it, my friend John Beatty helped. But that was just for us. But journalists found out because I'm a singer over there, my miraculous healing because people had found out about my car accident, and I was on a similar show to 60 Minutes in Australia, and all of these magazines started interviewing me, and I thought, well, it's good PR for the band, so I'll do it. But then. These promoters who were promoting Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Bob Proctor, Louise Hay, Tony Alessandra, Jim Cathcart, Stuart Wilde, who I'd never heard of any of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said, You know, we'll, we'll pay you $5,000 a gig. We have like about three, between three and six thousand people come to the gig. And oh my God, back then, Roberta, that was a fortune to me because even though we made good money in the band, that went to the road crew, the agents. Of course. The, I mean, you know, so the band, we used to make about $250 each a week. And oh, me, wow. man- <laughs> me managing the money, I mean, we didn't have accommodation or anything. We were on the road for seven years straight at one stage. But um, so that was a fortune. And I just said to the band, look, I'm just going to go and do this thing for three weeks. You know, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'll be able to buy new equipment for the band and everything with this money. But then they said you can sell your CDs at the back of the room. And I said, what do you mean? They said the affirmations. We want you to sing in between these speakers and then also explain how the affirmations healed your body. And every single speaker I met, Deepak, Stuart Wilder, but especially Bob Proctor when I toured with him, just said, this is what we all teach affirmations auto suggestion this is basically what we all teach but to do it through music this great pop music you've written it you know Bob said the whole audience is absolutely in in alive the energy that's coming from you with with this positivity and getting everyone to sing along and I had the lyrics up on a big screen and it was really amazing so he said I want you to tour the world I want to See if I can write some of these affirmation songs with you. I ended up managing his whole business from Kuala Lumpur. I went on to work in <laughs> oh, wow. 26 different countries, not 16. That's a typo. Trevor's got to update that. Um, oh, and sometimes making over $50,000 a week doing these amazing seminars, started speaking about it. And I'm going to leave a little break here because then I'm going to go into the next level, which is even deeper. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness! Well, so so the, the best thing that ever happened to you was you were almost killed by a truck. I I, I think that's a good opening line. Um, <laughs> but 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 you, basically, everyone, you understand what she's doing. When I use gratitude, that empowers my affirmations. When she uses music, the energy of that empowers her affirmations, much more powerful than you're just sitting there saying, "I am rich now," which which is an affirmation. But it does, it's not empowered. So I, th- my hope is that everyone listening will try doing genuine affirmations, which is why I'm so excited about what she's going to give you today. Because they really work. My whole life now is based in that one affirmation that I still say every day. Well, two, really. I still say every day. That's all I need. That's all the prayer I need. That's all the everything I need. And the same is true of Michelle. So, all right, what, what where, where are you going next with this? You said you're going, because I want to talk about some of the other things in your book, too. But you said now you're going to a whole new level. Talk about about that well what happens
1: everybody knows now it's not woodstock woo woo talk it's actual fact yes that we we live in energy we live in vibration it is the divine this world is a dream I mean Bob Proctor and I laugh our heads off when we hear people raving on about the secret even though he was in it because and Rhonda Burns who started it she had bought previously over the years, every product I ever brought out, and I've got over 80 products, she bought every single one. But anyway, um, the Buddha said it over two and a half thousand years ago, we are what we think, all that we are arises with our thoughts. With our thoughts, we make the world. That's the first line of the Dhammapada from the Buddha. And so, it's really fascinating what happens as you get into more and more positivity, the the part of yourself that loves, that feels compassion for others, that isn't selfish, that isn't ego, your vibration begins to oscillate, or, at, at, oscillate, or what people call, you know, vibrate. It is a speed. It oscillates at a much faster vibration. And I have been in with scientists who have um, – actually being able to see the different parts of the brain that light up when you're a meditator, when you're a person who does affirmations, you know, you become different. Your whole body becomes transformed because of this vibration is oscillating at such a frequency. So I was in this frequency. No, I couldn't do any wrong. It was incredible. I mean, I get hit records over there. I started singing different languages. I'm touring all over the world. But I was soul sick. I felt my heart out of my chest. I was feeling such love for God, for the divine. I wanted to find what that was, what an enlightened person was, what, you know, someone who actually knew God, who'd become one with that consciousness. And because I've been brought up a Catholic, but I was brought up loving Jesus, I loved the church. I was, I just, my mother just said, You just were born. Religious you
0: know? yes
1: so I, I wanted everyone to be happy. I would sing when I was a little girl, not because of any other reason, but it seemed to make people happy <laughs> so anyway, so I was on a search then for a teacher, an enlightened teacher, and i I just naturally thought it 's got to be like you know i don 't know any enlightenment in Catholicism or Christianity except for jesus i haven 't heard of anyone except for St. Teresa of Avia, but she was like, that's 1,800 years ago, but I've been reading her books and I loved her books and I just felt a real connection to that. And then I started reading Autobiography of a Yogi by Yogananda and he was talking about his search all over the world for different enlightened people that he could meet and be able to converse with and talk about the changes they could make. And he only ever met two. (laughs) He said, there's all of these people that think they're saints and they're not enlightened. They haven't had that oneness. And it took me 16 years, but I finally found a teacher, not in Asia where I expected or India, but in America, this beautiful young woman, about 10 years younger than me. And um, I found out that her teacher, my friend had been with her teacher who was enlightened and he was American and he'd left the body at a very young age, as sometimes does happen with enlightenment. Once their sort of their purpose is over, and so I met her, and she, I could see her hands glowing with gold, and I could feel vibration. My eyes were stinging up with tears, and I didn't know what was going on. I'm looking around the room to see if anyone else could feel this, and I could see a couple were, but just a couple, and. I realized it was because I was oscillating at this faster vibration. So the veil, so to speak, was thinner. My diamond wasn't as clogged up because when people aren't manifesting what they want and they're just repeating the same thing over and over, it's because that vibration needs to be at a faster speed to pop away from your soul. Let's say it's a diamond, uh, that beautiful that's just covered in, experiences of anger jealousy fears anything where you've been over emotional or the ego has been involved it coats that soul and so you can't feel the divine in you you don't have that heart glow and so once you begin to have that heart glow, it means the diamond and so basically once that has happened well then you're on your way but without a teacher that can transmit light it's nearly impossible Because that makes all the difference. It's the most
0: miraculous experience, and I'll let you come in now. (laughs) Well, no, I'm fascinated by by – this is a very different journey than the one I've been on, but it is – it, you, it leads you to the same place. It takes you to the. I, although I have to say, I share your love for Jesus. But you would not. You'd be amazed how many people do. I hear from them every day. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. They, they, they hunger to know Him. And, and tragically, the the chur- churches don't teach about Him. They're ch- teaching their own dogmas. But anyway, I, I, I want to make sure we talk about what what it is to awaken your kundalini because I've heard other people say it, and they'd say it as if I should know what they're talking about. And I I have just not studied, I guess it's Hinduism that that comes from? Uh, it comes from all the ancient religions
1: from thousands of years, from Buddha to Babaji. Jesus was taught uh, Kriya Yoga and meditation through Babaji when he went to the Himalayas. That's where he went when he couldn't be found. He was studying with this great, Avatar this enlightened teacher who is still on the planet as Jesus is, you know because they 've decided to wait till everyone awakens till the suffering has gone and uh, it's a it 's a beautiful experience to have a connection with these beautiful souls anyway the Kundalini this is for every single soul on the planet it's not a religious thing this is just a fact there is this this beautiful Kundalini energy at the base of everybody's spine. Everyone is born with it. And there's like against uh, the actual spine, it's this hollow tube, which isn't hollow, it's clogged. And it's called the shashumna. And it's the ethereal spine. And we've got all these chakras and meridians in our body that are all blocked. And the shashumna has to be cleared for those chakras to be activated. No one can activate your chakra. No one can do it. People say, oh, your, your chakra's blocked. I'll help you. No, it's not. Everybody's chakras are absolutely oh. clogged. They are not activated.
0: Okay, was- right. Michelle, what is a chakra? Please explain that to people because they're saying, what? Well, the chakra- are, we, we haven't ha- had anyone who knows these things uh, bef- the- before. Oh, you I mean, can I'm feel security. when they happen. When people start
1: having like a feeling like I did of heart glow, that's a, that's a very small activation. Of the heart chakra the chakras are their doorways into the divine dimensions heaven dimensions different beautiful dimensions which I've been to many many times every week since my awakening and it's this world is just a dream once you actually see what it is the colors the the light the oscillation I mean the beauty of people you can see people so the uh, those chakras have to be activated. Many people begin to met, practice meditation which is a beautiful thing, but they don't know how to breathe properly. They start focusing on if they're doing chakra meditation on lower chakras which you don't want. You totally start focusing first of all on the heart chakra. So the middle of your chest is where not where the heart actually is, but the middle of your chest people think the heart chakra is there, but it's actually the chakra the chakras are along the shushumna along the base of the spine along the spine and that's why the kundalini has to be it's the kundalini is like scrubbing it's like vibrating divine element a little little tiny much smaller than anything that the scientists have ever found but i've seen it like a golden blue it's hard to explain it's impossible to actually but it scrubs clean up the shushumna to help activate so when a an enlightened teacher transmits light to you what they're doing is they are connecting with your divine your divine presence because it's the same divine presence in every single person it is omnipresent but people think they're all individuals but they're not no so, that's true yeah and so when that um that energy that shakti is which is the kundalini but when it's transmitted through the person is, once they're enlightened, they are used by the divine with their intention, with their prayers for someone. And that then helps sort of activate the the kundalini at the bottom because it's, it, you feel it. Like all my students immediately start feeling it through the top of their head. They start vibrating and feeling like it's, you know, something going on there. <laughs> and And it sort of entices the kundalini to come up. It's an incredible experience. So once all of those chakras are clear, the crown chakra is sort of not part of the spine, obviously. It couldn't be. So it has to sort of make a jump. And so people continue to have these kundalini experiences, which is a rush of the kundalini coming up and down the spine. And they start feeling like they're enlightened, but they're not yet. That's just a kundalini experience. Once the kundalini has jumped to the crown chakra, and that doesn't happen until you have been through what I call the stargate. When you meditate, some people start seeing little, like, little flashes of light once they've been able to stop their thought. In their head, they get like a flash of light. The, the saints used to talk about it. They used to talk about how they, even in the Bible about like there's a bird in their chest. They can feel fluttering. That's the so that's the heart chakra beginning to be activated. Some people, when it's beginning to be activated, they feel like they've got heart. Something wrong with their heart. They feel like if their heart is beating too fast. They go to doctors and they go, No, your heart beats totally normal. Like fact, it's really very healthy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's this vibration on your ethereal body, and it's absolutely the most incredible experience. And Eventually, what happened with me after a few years of going through the Stargate and continuously, you know, really dedicating myself to studying with this teacher, I, um, you know, I made myself become a beginner mind because I've been teaching meditation, metaphysics, affirmations, prayer for years before I met her because I was so into it. I loved it. I loved to pray every day and to meditate. But I realized I had to have a beginner's mind
0: because this was a person who was actually fully enlightened. So, but, so and, Michelle, now if you, the only way to do this is with meditation. Is that what you're telling us? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like Jesus taught, like all of
1: every saint, every enlightened one has ever taught. Because your thought has to stop. Because the divine doesn't live in the mind at all. The divine. No, that's the, true. The divine can work on your divine presence when you become clearer and clearer, and you've got more and more positivity can start working, the divine can start working um, and you could be a conduit for good things to begin to happen as long as you're not attached, as long as there's not any ego about it because God doesn't live in the past or in the future. The divine wisdom, there's divine love and divine wisdom. They are the two greatest things for people to understand. That divine love is omnipresent and that divine wisdom is omniscient now when we say omniscient that is all the wisdom that's ever known or will be known it is the creator it is the creator that wishes to co-create with us through us and we have to become a clear vessel and the mind has to be still it's such it seems like an impossible thing to do to stop thought because you know so many people have said to me roberta you know, now that I've started meditating, Michelle, I've got more thoughts than I've ever had. And I said, oh, fantastic. Why? That means you are at last aware of how many thoughts you have that you were unconsciously aware of before, your mind always working, the senses I smell something, you go down a rabbit hole, you see a car, you see, you know, someone's talking about eating a banana and the thought starts going on. People are continuously going through their subconscious mind. It's like this supercomputer that brings up all of these thoughts the minute anyone says anything, anything that it can relate to. If someone talks about a Toyota and you've owned a Toyota, the person immediately wants to say, oh, I owned a Toyota. Because it's all about me, 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 me with everybody. And they don't mean to be like that. It's just people don't know how to communicate through vibration anymore. They do it through attempting to have what people call conversation, but it's small talk. We don't need to share everything about ourselves. Our job on this planet is to help relieve suffering. And this is what I now teach as an enlightened teacher my teacher stopped teaching. She was very glad when I started teaching. And I've got students in over 30 countries now. Most, Some of them don't even speak English, but they get the vibration. They end up translating what I say so that they can understand because they can feel what it is. And I actually teach them how to transmit light, how to become awakened, and I send them light all of the time and it's very, very hard to explain what that light is because it's, I'm just the conduit for it now that I'm a clear vessel for that. But my intention and all of my experience from this particular lifetime is, has all been there as a singer and a songwriter and someone who's on stage to be able to teach and entertain and make God and the divine fun, a fun experience a beautiful experience instead of people being so serious about God when that's just the opposite of what what we should be because it's it's love it's compassion it's wisdom it's strength it's power it's focus it's the creator
0: and it's beautiful and everyone has that within them <laughs> I, the the thing i want everybody to understand is that what michelle is doing is a way to do this that empowers your mind that can raise your consciousness vibration is is can be the reason why you are here and it can you can make a great success of this lifetime Um, these are tried and true principles it's not the only way though i we've we've talked about another way which is easier for westerners either one works but I, I find it fascinating, Michelle, that you have gotten so deeply into this and that you're doing it and teaching it. I mean, you're doing wonderful things for for God and for the world by teaching people to do what you what you've learned to do. I think it's wonderful. Yes, it's um. There's nothing else <laughs> I, I i well see i I feel the same way i mean once you uh, once you have done it for yourself and you understand how to teach others, you realize that most people are walking around in such poverty of spirit that it makes me really want to cry sometimes to see how sad they are when there is nothing whatsoever. But joy, that's all that really exists. That's our birthright, joy and love and this perfect connection to the to the divine and to every other person on earth. And it's clear to me that you've gotten there and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, but tell us what now your gift is because you have a really fabulous gift to give to people. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> My first book I wrote, Affirmation Power, Bob Proctor and I were in Kuala Lumpur, and he said, you should, you know, write a book, write a book about <laughs> nice. these affirmations. And I said, I can't even type. You know, this is a long time ago. <laughs> yes. didn't have typing in school when I was a kid. Anyway, and so uh, he was gone for a month back to Toronto with his wife, Linda, came back a month later, and I had the book already written, printed, done. He said, how did you do that? And I said, I just recorded it onto a cassette and had someone type it up for me. <laughs> I that had works. illustrations in it and all that sort of thing. And he loved it. He loved it. I've written tons of books since then. But um, about a year and a half ago, my students who fly in before the lockdown, who fly in from all over the world at least twice a year to come to an event with me, um, I gave away this book. I wasn't going to sell it anymore. It was like I'd done it as a big blue book with affirmations and cartoon characters, and it was really fun. And they all said to me, this is amazing. We didn't really know the entire story about this. We like these affirmations. We like the music. We've always loved your music, but we didn't know the whole story. So they said, you know, re-release it. So I decided to re-release it, but as I was doing it, I realized there was a lot of things missing because that was 30 years ago, how I could do it now. And so um, I rewrote it and re-released it uh, just last year. And so everyone is going to get The Magic of Affirmation Power, the book, this book, and in it are a lot of links to a lot of my favorite products that I've done with, some of them with Bob Proctor, who I love. He's an amazing man. And – a lot of the, my favorite affirmation songs, because you don't have to sing along to the songs. All you have to do is listen. You can't get them out of your head, and that's where you want these positive affirmations yes, to be. Into your subconscious mind. Just yes. listen to them. Just listen. You have an entire brain experience. The lyrics go into the left side, the logical, the melody and the music, the right side, and that's why it goes straight into your subconscious mind. This is why kids learn their ABCs through singing them. A, B, C,
0: D, E, F, G. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now, everyone, this is really an amazing gift. I think this book is terrific. I'm not talking about meditation. I'm not talking about kundalini's. I'm talking about the fact that you can empower your mind through through affirmations. I still want to put gratitude in them, but it's just a oh. beautiful thing. This this Roberta, book is a terrific Wait, thing for beginners. Yes, ma'am. Roberta, you know... We've got to really
1: emphasize this with all of my students. I say to them, your entire life can change in a week if you just write down every night before you go to sleep at least six things you're thankful for and six people that you're thankful for in your life. Every night of your life, I still do it. I've got
0: books is filled with my gratitude lists. It's I, so I, I teach so it too. I, beautiful. It's, it empowers everything in your life to do that. But, but the point is, what Michelle is teaching in that book, and with the the many links to all the other things she's willing to give you, all of this is free. What she's teaching you is how to begin on this whole new track toward empowering your mind to empower your life, and it's not hard, and it's not it's even if you're a serious, you know, very, very devout Christian, this, there's nothing in this that is in any way negative. This is how to begin a whole new way of life that will allow you to be successful, empower you to be the kind of person you want to be, and you've just not known how to begin. This is how you begin. So I'm very grateful that you're giving this away. Everyone, just go to michelleblood.com forward slash Seek reality, and it'll be in the notes to this program as well so that you'll be able to find it. And, and as I say, the price is right. Try it because <laughs> in my life, nothing has been more helpful to my growing spiritually than learning to do affirmations. And um, the ones I do don't get music because I can't sing. But even if you can't say you can hear Michelle sing, you can you can get the kinds of affirmations that will empower you to really become all that you want to be and all that you can be. So I think you're wonderful to give that away. It, it's worth quite a lot of money, I would think. Yeah, nearly $200, I think, all, for, all, for all of the products that we're
1: giving away. But I just wanted to share something, Roberta. I've got... A beautiful affirmation songs for children called Self-Esteem, I Can Do It for Kids. Wow. And I've done all these little voiceover baby animals, and they talk about where they are from in the world, how they're um, different things that they eat, and if they're endangered, why in their own like little voices like pandas, frogs, all these different things. And then I get the little baby animal, which is me doing a voice, ten voice. <laughs> to sing along the, Why does
0: not the surprise song me?
1: right yeah dr chopra asked me to do this and i did it and he said my bengal baby tiger is a better indian accent than his
0: <laughs> Isn't that funny? oh my word that's wonderful so this is a gift for you just just go to that link which will be in the program notes and um Try it out. But I love this book. It's easy, it's short, and it's things, of course, I know these things, but I think you teach them better than I have, and I'm delighted that you're giving the opportunity to, to listeners to to have this book and, and learn from it. It's, it's terrific. Yeah, and I just feel
1: that as you get into more and more positivity, your love for the divine in whatever form that is for you, Jesus, a great Mahasiddha, a great enlightened one, that, um, gosh, I mean, he was having a bad day and that turned out to be pretty good for the world to know about it. I mean, anything that happens that we look at in the world, I mean, look what's happened with COVID. All the animals are starting to co-create again. Nature's coming back. The air is thin. Every time there's something that looks disastrous in this world, the divine always makes sure that, It ends up being good because the divine doesn't work in the ego or the Maya, the collective consciousness of this planet. The divine is the divine (laughs) and there is no judgment. There's no big guy in the clouds with a beard saying, oh, you bad person. I want everybody to get rid of all the uh, dogma that you've been taught over the years. If you want to learn about Jesus, uh, sometimes the best way to learn about really the love of Jesus is to go to the uh, Christian mystics like Saint Teresa of Avila, Saint John of the Cross, Saint Augustine. I mean, there's so many beautiful saints beings that um, knew Jesus. I mean, Saint avea she had conversations with him all the time. Yes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yogananda did. Yogananda. He's Hindu, but there's no religion
0: in enlightenment. There's just enlightenment, and there's the divine. Right. And, and it, actually, it, religions it, are against our becoming enlightened because many of them are based in fear. And that's a problem which we can overcome once we understand what the problem is. But I think you're doing a wonderful job. You are really doing God's work. I'm so glad you're you're teaching all these things. I'm so sorry we've come to the end of our time. We could do this for another hour probably very easily. <laughs> but uh, but thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the gift. and. uh thank you for it's it's wonderful to know that there is someone else who really is giving her life to trying to help people to to gain the kind of enlightenment that that will can let this be their last lifetime i mean a lot of people say how do i do it well you're you're teaching a very good way to do it so bless you dear consider yourself hugged we can hug you <laughs> thank
1: you so much i've loved being with you it's wonderful to have someone who also has you know this connection this you know, giving your life to God. I mean, your life is God's
0: life. (laughs) It's possible for everybody. Please understand, everyone, it's possible if you want to do it, for you to do the same thing. But a wonderful way to begin, if you're trying to get off, you know, whatever base you're on now, a wonderful way to begin, frankly, is with with what what Michelle Blood is giving you for free. So seize the opportunity. And everyone, as you know, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm so glad you were with us today. Wasn't this fun? Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never are going to end. And when you really get what that means, it changes your whole life for the better. Next week, our guest will be Brandon Beecham. Brandon is a successful podcaster, and he's a serial entrepreneur, and he says that above all, he is a philosopher and truth seeker, aren't we all? My goodness. He joins me in firmly believing that in integrating spiritual concepts into our everyday lives. I don't know any other way to live now. And his popular The Positive Head podcast and his optimistic, spelled with a Y variety show filmed for a live audience, for heaven's sake, they further help him to spread his message. Earlier this year, he released his first book. It's called The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. We're going to go from this week to next week. Wow, this is a really, really a, a heady experience. In his new book, which is great, he shares his eight keys of abundance. He's trying to help others to unlock their own divine potential. So please join us next week. Following on, Michelle is going to come Brandon, who will be teaching us again about the wonderful creative powers of our own minds. And this week, we've been talking with Michelle Blood. Michelle is what I think of as a guru of affirmations, but she's so much more. She celebrates them in that handy book, The Magic of Affirmation Power, which you're going to be given for free. And... She does a lot more. She has gone deeply into spiritual practices in such a way that she has herself become so enlightened that she can lead you there, too. If you feel you want to go, a lot of people tell me they can't meditate. I'm on that team. I can't meditate either, and I'm not going to try to learn at my age. But I don't have to. There are other ways. But if you feel that you want to get the kind of life and the kind of abundance and the kind of joy that Michelle has just been showing us, she can show you how how to do it. My hope for you, whatever wherever you are in your life, that from this day on you're going to be able to make your best life. It's it's essential, it's beautiful, it's wonderful, and while you're here, it's I think it's very important for everyone to understand just how much more is possible for you. And I want to I want to mention a friend of mine This is just a quick tip. If you like what we talk about here on Seek Reality, I really hope you'll also check out the work of our beautiful friend, Sandra Champlain, who's been with us a number of times. Sandra focuses mostly on the fact that life is eternal. With her afterlife workshops and events, she she does two podcasts, one now with Coast to Coast with George Nuri, and she does a very popular free weekly online spiritual service on Sundays called the Sunday Gathering. It includes medium demonstrations, Sandra Champlain is a human dynamo, and she is a ray of pure light. There are many people who listen to Seek Reality who've told me they also listen listen to Sandra. They wouldn't miss her Sunday gathering. So there's a synergy going on here that's quite beautiful. There's always something new for you on her calendar. So just go to wedontdie.com and see what you might find that works for you. As you know, my own nonfiction books are liberating Jesus, my Thomas, the fun of dying, the fun of staying in touch, the fun of growing forever, and the fun of loving Jesus very soon now. Thomas has kept us from releasing it for three years. He says it's coming soon. There's also, for young children, a beautiful picture book. I didn't draw the illustration, so I can talk about how beautiful it is. It's called The Fun of Meeting Jesus. You can order all my books through bookstores or on Amazon.com, and the adult books are also, of course, available as audiobooks. And if you want to talk about anything at all, if you want just to... Tell me something. Whatever you want to do, you can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every single email. It can take a few days, even as much as a week, some weeks, because I get a lot of a lot of mail. But it's a joy for me to answer your questions and to just be part of your life. Please just be sure to give you give me your correct email address because the only thing that could go wrong is for me to write a long email and just have it bounce because I, there's some letter in it that's wrong. Give me your correct address, and you will hear back from me. Past episodes of Seek Reality are available on WebTalkRadio.net and on a, in a bunch of other places. Just about wherever, wherever you can find podcasts now, you can find us. And there's a also a Seek Reality app that's available. Actually, not just in the iTunes App Store. It's for, it's free wherever you go to find it, and then you'll get the episodes in the future all to your to you automatically to your app my dear friends I'm sorry that we've reached the end of yet another time together but I enjoy this so much thank you for being with us and this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes please enjoy, please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being and most of all in the entire universe, you in particular are infinitely loved You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth
1: changes everything.